Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. In this quick episode, I want to talk about an adjustment that I'm making to some of my options trades, mainly due to the VIX being so low. As I'm recording this, uh, we're in the first week of December or so. The VIX is trading below 13 at this point, which is like very bull market uh, kind of remembrance <laughs> from years ago. We were, I think, I think we actually broke 12 in the 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 bull market before COVID and all that. But anyway, the VIX is really low. And the market is actually looking to potentially make new highs on the year with SPX uh, closing or, or testing the 4,600 level. So with the VIX being this low, it can seemingly be harder to sell premium because the credits that you receive may not be as good for that distance that you're used to getting uh, maybe earlier this year or definitely in the bear market of 2022 where we saw the VIX trading as high as the you know mid 30s or so now conventional wisdom the books and all those things that you've probably read over the years is going to tell you that selling options in a high volatility environment is best because the options are more expensive compared to maybe their historical value and maybe buying options in a low volatility environment like the one we're in now are better because the options are considered cheap. But the thing is, is the options are both expensive and cheap on both sides, meaning the calls are going to be cheaper right now and the puts are going to be cheaper right now because the VIX is lower. And now I'm mainly talking more about index options at this point, uh, which is what the VIX is based off of. Now, if you're looking at any individual stock, this can vary. You got a stock like Tesla or Nvidia, they're going to have uh, a little bit higher premium. So I'm really kind of, you know, talking in general here about um, about index options. And one of the things you may have read or hear about is say, you know, switching from selling credit spreads in a high IV environment. And in this case, I'm using the VIX as sort of a, a general measure here and maybe switching from selling credit spreads to buying debit spreads. And here's the thing though, is that a debit spread and a credit spread are basically the same trade. And I'm just going to say that again, because I know some somebody's out there is probably yelling at me saying that's not true. They're different and da, da, da. Technically, from a risk reward standpoint, if you structure them in the same way, it's pretty much the same trade. I'm not going to say it's 100 percent the same trade because it is different. And traditionally, though, I think the reason why people think debit spreads and credit spreads are so different uh, it, it'll vary based on the width that you, you're uh, trading. If you're selling naked options and really wide debit spreads just to reduce capital, yeah, you know, it's a different trade. But if you're selling relatively tight credit spreads, meaning one or two strikes wide versus buying one or two strikes wide uh, debit spreads, you're kind of taking the same trade. I think traditionally most traders think of credit spreads and, and I'm in this camp as, you know, something you do, you sell outside uh, out of the money i mean you sell credit spreads out of the money with the idea that they're uh, will lose value uh, faster because uh, the theta is greater and all that stuff right kind of traditional credit spread stuff and when people think of de debit spreads they tend to buy at the money spreads you may have heard of the in and out spread where you maybe buy a call uh, in the money and you sell a call out of the money to sort of reduce that debit that you have to pay. 
And if the market goes up, really what you're looking for is you're looking for that short strike to go in the money because a debit spread makes money or uh, maxes out when both strikes are in the money. Now, one, one of the things you have to deal with with that type of trade is, is the idea that, you know, you could have early assignment if your short call goes in the money too much, but I'm getting a little bit in the weeds here. But when you structure uh, at the money put spread where you're selling, let's say the hundred strike, uh, $100 strike and buying the 99 strike, you know, put spread. If you flip those around and you just do the call debit spread, it's basically the same trade. And it doesn't really matter what the VIX is, right? Or what the volatility is. If you're doing a tight uh, spread, like I said, one or two strikes in the money, selling an at the money put spread versus buying an at the money call spread with the same strikes it's basically the same trade now mechanically yes they are different the debit spread is going to be a debit meaning if you buy it for 50 cents then as the as the market goes in your favor and whether that's you know up or down that spread is going to increase in value and you would want to sell it back for something that's uh, more expensive, right? So you want to buy a spread for, let's say, $50, right? A, a dollar wide spread and maybe sell it back for $75 and, and get a, a 50% gain. On the credit spread side, if you sell an at-the-money spread for $0.50, cents, right? And the market rallies away from your put spreads, let's say, that spread may decrease in value to $0.25, cents. And then you may buy it back for 25. So you're selling it for 50 and buying back for 25, making $25 in that example. Or if you bought the call debit spread instead, and you might've been able to buy it for 50 and then sell it back for 75 with the basically the same underlying move in the, uh, in the stock. Now there are some subtle differences depending on the strike selection and the width and stuff, but I guess what I wanted to get, you know, the point I wanted to make in this episode is that in a low VIX environment like we're in, I think you don't have to switch to debit spreads. I think what you can do is you still have to use your analysis, right? But if you're, if in a low VIX environment, we're obviously looking, you know, for the upside to be uh, more likely now, right? As you know, positive drift may kicked in with no volatility and there's no real hedging going on, uh, at least with the VIX, right? Uh, from a broad market perspective. So by selling at the money credit spreads, you're, you don't have to really change your strategy. And what I mean by strategy is what option strategy you're going to use. So you don't have to start thinking mechanically different about when the when you're going to take profits. So if you if you're trading credit spreads, let's say you're used to selling out of the money credit spreads for uh let's say delta 30 or something like that and you get, you know, a third of the the width or whatever. Um you know, you're you're kind of in this mindset of like okay, if the market moves it up this much and you're thinking about your max gain versus your max profit and or excuse me your max loss versus your max profit and you're trying to maybe collect a certain premium and then you start talking about premium capture how much how much of that premium can i capture and you start thinking in these terms of you know stop losses like oh i'm going to have a 100 stop loss 
Um, and that way that, you know, you start thinking the mechanics of how to manage credit spreads, right? Okay, what if I wanna roll this out, right? What if it goes against me and I wanna roll it out for another credit? And then maybe I'll widen the spread so I can move the, you know, move the trade or move the strikes lower or something like that. So there's all these sort of mechanics that go with trading credit spreads, right? So if you just switch over to debit spreads because you're like, okay, the VIX is low, um, volatility is down, uh, you know, buying spreads is gonna be better. Um, I, you know, you have to rethink about how you're gonna manage that. And if you're a very seasoned trader and you can do that, awesome. But personally, me, I have a hard time with that. I don't really know how to roll a debit spread. I'll be honest with you. Like I wouldn't even really know what to start, where to start with that. In my mind, if I bought a spread for 50 bucks and it goes against me, I'm just gonna use a stop loss that says, hey, you know, I'll have a 50% stop loss or, or maybe I'm risking the whole thing or whatever. I'm not gonna try to quote unquote manage a debit spread the same way that I would a credit spread. But if you adjust the strikes of the credit spread, you get the same risk reward. You can get the same, um, you know, theta and delta and all that stuff by just simply staying on the put side um, of the of the aisle when it comes to the option chain. Obviously, we're talking about bullish trades here with, with this environment. So the thing about, and, and I touched on this in the last episode, I think it was episode 103, Yes, it was episode 103 where I talked about finding an edge in options trading. And one of the things that I, you know, try to convey in that that um that episode was the fact that the options market by it itself is not going to give you the edge. You have to have an opinion of the market and that opinion can come from a variety of ways, technical analysis, you know, moving averages, whatever. Uh so if you have an opinion of the market Let's say you think the market's gonna go up or you think it's not gonna go down. Yes, you can buy a debit spread, but you can also just sell an at the money credit spread and stay in the same sort of format, if you will, if you're used to trading credit spreads. Now, if you're not used to trading credit spreads, this you probably I probably just wasted, you know, five minutes of your time. But if you're used to trading credit spreads and you don't wanna change your mechanics of entry and exit and all that stuff, you wanna you know, think in terms of uh, taking profits at 50% or whatever, then you can still stick with credit spreads in a low VIX environment. However, what you're gonna give up, like we all are, is the idea that you're gonna have a lot of room to wiggle. So you may have to go with something closer to the money, just in case you know the, the correction or the pullback or the, you know, we got inflation next week and whatever, if any of those things happen, the other thing, you know, when you're selling out the money credit spreads and kind of focused on put credit spreads here is that you actually increase the credit, which at the same time reduces the max loss. So you're reducing your risk in terms of max loss and you're giving up a little bit of that probability. And the probability side of things is, is basically saying, you know, you don't have as much room to wiggle, but again, you're, you're risking less. So I hope that makes sense. In a low VIX environment, you don't have to switch from selling options to buying options. If you're used to trading credit spreads like I am, I know a lot of my uh, listeners do that. You could just go closer to the money and then you know employ uh, a stop. One of the things that I've been going with, I guess you will, is selling at the money 
put and call spreads, depending on the conditions, most of the time it's put spreads. And when I sell at the money or even slightly in the money, I'm expecting the market to just not go down, right? So if you're bullish, I got some indicators and, and tools here. Um, I'll, I'll mention alpha crunching again. That's one of my primary kind of comp, you know, compass for the market for the day or, or for the next couple of days. And so if I if I have the conviction that the market is not going to go down, well, I can structure an at the money put credit spread that has a one to one risk reward, which is really unheard of and something that a lot of people don't do because it's a 50 50 chance. It's basically a coin flip. So we're not using the options market to, you know, uh, use the probabilities there. We're taking a 50 50 probability with the idea that our indicators are going to be right or um, the momentum is going to continue or whatever. Um, and the thing about that is if, you know, you sell an at the money credit spread, let's say it's um, maybe, maybe you don't get 250. Let's say you do want to go slightly out of the money, but let's say you can get $2 for a five wide spread. Well, your max loss is $3. Well, you can put a $2 stop on there, which means your spread's going to go in the money and stay there for a little bit if it goes against you, but you can still hang in there and still have a one-to-one -one risk reward. So I think understanding those mechanics um, of credit spreads, for example, I think you can just make that adjustment. So that's the adjustment I wanted to kind of convey today is in this low VIX environment, some of my credit spreads are going to go really close to the money, if not at the money or even one strike in the money. So I can get the risk reward I, I want and I'm going to rely on my analytics and judgment uh, for the market to continue to go up or at least not go down and have a little bit less data in my favor. Uh, or less data happening because I'm right at the money, but ultimately not having to change my entire sort of mindset around um, how I'm gonna manage any of those trades once I get in them. So I hope that makes sense. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.